in a dark world filled with deceit. One united voice is crying out. Revealing the truth of God's word. It's time to expose the hidden truth. And unravel the lies. While we're living in Satan's little season. With Sister Crystal and Brother Phil. Welcome to Living in Satan's Little Season show. This is your host, Brother Phil and Sister Crystal. Hello, everyone. All right, we've got a bombshell for you today. (laughs) You know, there are these what I call linchpin teachings. And what these teachings are, are ones that it's really important to understand. And these are bombshells to what we've been taught almost all of our lives. And one of them is, of course, the idea that we're living in Satan's little season. episode one that I talked about. Right. That was kind of a bombshell linchpin teaching that you need to understand to... I guess get yeah. beyond your spiritual boundaries that you're kind of, that, that Satan has it's trapped obvious, people in. Right, you're obviously seeing that you are now that it's reality. And then episode four, we had another bombshell. Jesus has already returned, folks. <laughs> right. We we didn't miss it. We just weren't even here. It was. We for were us. absent at that time. <laughs> we were. It wasn't for us. <laughs> right. That's another what I call linchpin teaching. Once you understand that, no. Christ's return is in our rearview mirror, mm-hmm. and we're not going back to that anymore, and we're beyond that time. Now we're going to a third linchpin teaching. Okay. I call it the heaven deception. It's the idea that, guess what? Heaven's for real, but we aren't going there. We all know what the narrative is that we're right. taught in our churches. We sung all the songs, right? You know, like, when we all get to heaven. How many people have sung that song in church? What a day of rejoicing that, that will, will be. be. Yep. Well, when we all, all see, see Jesus, Jesus, what a day of rejoicing. We'll shout yeah. and sing the victory. It's a great song, just not theologically accurate. Not accurate according to our Bibles. And that's what we're going to go over today. Of course, if that isn't enough, you have all the mainstream narrative of mm-hmm. the book sales. And what are some of those books that have come out recently that describe this idea of well, going to heaven? Well, Lee Strobel did The Case for Heaven. Um, that was a book. Um, and that just came out as a movie not too long ago. Right. It was well, a, then, a, a film now, and that's a major motion picture now. Well, promoting right. this concept by Hollywood, of course. Yeah. And we know who they serve. This idea that, oh, we're going to heaven, folks. Everyone's going to heaven. Well, and then at least close to 12 years ago, there was the one, Heaven is for Real, and that was also turned into a movie. Of about course. a little boy who had to have a surgery, and supposedly while he was under... He went to heaven and learned some details that his parents hadn't told him, and he revealed that to them when he woke up from his surgery. It's a beautiful concept to think, okay, when we die or our loved ones who have passed, are they're in heaven. Like, there's this big party going on. And I don't know about you, but I would rather know the truth than be told a lie mm-hmm. and believe a lie yep, yep. all the days of my life. 
If you give it to me straightforward, cut to the chase, tell me the truth, I will reconcile it. I will accept it. But if you tell me a lie and I am looking forward to that lie all my life and then I get disappointed because I believed a lie, oh, I will be so heartbroken. And I don't think God wants any of us to be heartbroken. I think he wants us to know the truth and be okay with it. And, and I want to be okay with this truth because if heaven isn't for us, and I don't think it ever was, or why would God put Adam and Eve on earth? That's my thought in the beginning. But it's okay if it wasn't for us. We have so many wonderful things to look forward to. I don't know how many funerals I've gone to. Yeah. Well, we've all gone to the funerals. Yes, yes. How many times they say so-and-so is in heaven, Yeah. sitting on the knee of Jesus, describing, you know, all every, all their loved yeah. ones. And I understand this is a comfort for a lot of people. It really is. Okay. Yes, it is. Yep. And I'm not trying to take that comfort away. What I, But you know me. You know, <laughs> this is our eighth episode here. I am not going to sugarcoat the truth for you yeah. to spare people's feelings. No. I want to give you the truth so that you can go forward with the truth exactly. rather than going forward with a lie. That's how the devil has gotten in. Do we want to perpetrate a lie on everyone in, in in lieu of God's truth? No. We want to put the truth in place of the lie because the lie is false. The lie is fake and it's not hope. There's no hope in the lie. The truth is, is that yes, Jesus went to heaven. Yes, heaven is a real place. But we are never told we're going there. There's not one single verse in mm -hmm. the Bible. And I'm gonna I'm gonna prove this to you biblically. Okay. That's what we're here today. I'm gonna prove it to you biblically. There's not even one verse in the Bible that says anyone anywhere is going to heaven. Now that may shock you if you've yeah. never never heard that before. Yeah. Because you know, I was surprised too, because I'd gone to church all my life, uh -huh. you know, and always expecting, oh, we're gonna go to heaven one. I mean, never once questioned that yeah. that the, the authority that was taught until I started reading my Bible for myself. And then I came to some, because I'm, I'm a stickler for detail. And I like to be able to get to the nitty gritty. Does this actually state right. this? Or are you adding something to the, right. that isn't stated there? And what I find a lot of preachers and teachers mm -hmm. of the Bible doing these days mm -hmm. is they like to add in things that aren't there to make their congregations feel good. Well, yeah, it's a tantalizing little concept. I, um, I want to ease you into... Um, understanding what happens when people die. So I'm going to feed you this idea that they all go to heaven because where else would they go? I'm not here to take heaven away from any. Heaven was never yours to begin with. There, Like I say, there's not one, even one Bible verse that teaches this right, idea. Right, right. No, I'm not saying that God can't do anything and can't bring us up to heaven at some point. I'm just saying the promise that we have in our Bibles is for eternal life and a resurrected body here on this world. That is what is promised to us. Not we're going to go up to heaven and sing and, and with a harp with our wings and, and the angels and whatnot. Right. That's never taught anywhere. And of no. course, you know we have the movies. What is what's that one with Michael Landon? I can't remember. Highway you know, to heaven. Highway. To, there you go. Here, he went up to heaven, came back down, helping people. You know, he was an angel that came back from. He was uh, in heaven and came back. And you know, there's wonderful movies. You know, it's a wonderful life. An angel came from heaven and helping a man. You know. No, 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 heaven. Is for the angels and God. Right. We'll, we'll admit that we're going right. to show you these things. But let's go with, okay, there's only a couple verses mm -hmm. I've ever get mentioned that, oh, this, the Bible states here that we're going to, we're all going to go to heaven. Right. And so let's go over these. Essentially, there's two Bible verses people use. Okay. And actually, mm -hmm. neither one of them states that you're going to go to heaven. Right. This is a, this is a proof text that is used to prove that we're going to heaven. And neither one of us states that we're going to heaven. 
It's unbelievable that yeah. preachers will do this. I am so angry. And this is why I, I, I don't want to take heaven away from anybody. No. I'm trying to get you to understand this isn't what is promised to us in our Bible. Well, you know, the thing is, it's hard because we want to believe that God has a great plan for us. And he does. Does it include heaven? No, but that doesn't mean the plan he has for us isn't great all on its own. I think the important thing is to think of is that knowing what the Bible teaches, let's not add in what we want it to say or draw a conclusion to go where we want it to go. Let's just look at the scriptures and be okay with what they say and that God has a plan. We can be okay with that as well. Okay, so let's go over these couple Bible verses that are that are used to prove, mm-hmm. and I use that word uh, very uh, loosely, <laughs> that um, that we're going to heaven when we um, die or at some point a in our future. A dies, right. Um, well, not only... I always kind of knew that it wasn't at death that we actually went to heaven, but it was actually, uh, I was thinking at the great white throne judgment, but now mm-hmm. I realize it's neither. And the, the more, all the proof you need is go ahead and just read the last two verses or two chapters of your Bible in Revelation <laughs> chapter 20 and 21 and 22. Right. And those chapters will explain to you, there's only one mention of heaven, and that is the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven out to of heaven. earth. <laughs> in other words, it's coming down out of heaven so that we'll have a place to stay here on this new earth that we're living right. on. That's our promise, folks. Not, in, not not living in heaven, but a new earth. Let's go ahead and read the first one, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. This is a common one that's yes. used yes. among many preachers these days. And I hate to say it, but these famous evangelists like yes. Billy Graham and these guys yes, have basically brainwashed many of the supposed Christians these days mm-hmm. that were going to heaven. Because he keeps talking about heaven all the time, mm-hmm. and heaven isn't for us. Okay, so let's read that first one. So we are always confident, knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident, yes, well pleased, rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Okay, this is commonly quoted (laughs) that, see, it says, if we're not in the body, then we're with the Lord. And we all know where the Lord is, right? Right. The Lord's in heaven right now, so that means we're going to heaven. The one conclusion we all know, and it's not, it's it's a truth, is that when we do die, our spirits are received back to God, who is in heaven. That's the truth. That is, yeah. So I think we think, okay, well, if our spirits go there, then our bodies are going to follow. But here we have, of course, absent from the body, be present with the Lord, and of course their assumption is the Lord's in heaven. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's their assumption number one that they have wrong because now right. we know where our Lord is right now. He's not in heaven right now. He's on earth right now. Right. So if that were true, mm-hmm. then that would mean that what? We would be here on earth. That's where he is. That's where right. he he's on earth right now. This is very clearly stated in other places in our Bible that we've already discussed that he is on earth right now fighting for us as king of kings and lord and lords. And he has for the, over the last thousand years now. So Christ is still on earth, ruling here on earth, on his throne, in Jerusalem right now. And so this is where he's at. So if we are, if this were true, now what he's stating here, Paul is, he's just explaining that he would rather be present with the Lord. Of course, we would all rather be present (laughs) with the Lord than be in this hellhole that we're living in now. Exactly. I mean. If I had a choice, I'd rather not be here. With all the deception going exactly. on in this world today, going on. and all the nonsense, especially over the last couple of years of the whole COVID nonsense, 
Yeah, I'd rather much be with the Lord as well, because I know, I know I'm not going to get nonsense there. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I've got enough nonsense in this world that, yeah, I've, I've, I've had it up to here with it, you know? <laughs> well, and that's the thing. We would rather be somewhere other than having to suffer in this world where Satan is ruling. But you notice not one mention of the word heaven in that verse. I mean, it just says, it's be co- present with the Lord. Right. Yeah. Eventually, we're all going exactly. to be present with the I Lord. I think that's the comfort, is that, that that we're not taking that away. That we will be with him one day. Where yeah. is that one day going to be at? Not in heaven. That's our drawing a conclusion to where we want to be. You know, that really was never made for us. You know, there are those who are from heaven, angels, and God. But we're never really told specifically that that's the place we're going to be. We're going to be with the Lord one day. It's just not going to be immediately after we go to death. So essentially, it's kind of like me saying, you know, I would rather be in Hawaii right Right, now than to be here. (laughs) Because, you know, right now, you know, we have a snowstorm outside where I live right now. (laughs) Yeah, I would much rather be in Hawaii right now. But that doesn't mean, does that mean I'm either here where I'm at in Alaska or I'm in Hawaii? No, eventually I maybe want to go there one day. I've never been to that place I would love to go there. This is essentially what he's saying. Here. Right. Final destination, where he wants to go. To... I would rather be with the Lord. Yes. If we would all rather be with the Lord than where we're at. Now. That's essentially what he's <laughs> That's saying. That's truth. That's truth. This is nothing that he's saying that, oh, you're either here or there. No. You can't be anywhere else. Essentially, this isn't really saying you're either in heaven with the Lord or you're here on earth and there's no other place right. you can go. But like you said, heaven isn't mentioned there at all, so. Yeah. So the next one that's used, of course, is Philippians chapter 3. Why don't you go ahead and read that one? For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body, that it may be conformed to his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. Okay, so here they use the idea that, see, our citizenship is in heaven. So that means we're going there. Right. Well, yeah, I understand our citizenship is in heaven. Mm-hmm. No one's I doubting on that. The radio that way. But that doesn't mean that we're going there. Remember the Lord's prayer mm-hmm. on in heaven as on earth. The idea there is we're on earth because we're going to try to make this place into heaven just like earth. Heaven on earth like we are it is now. Right. So that's what we're trying to accomplish here. We're working to try to make this earth be in parallel to heaven. So that's what we're fighting for here. Again, just because our citizenship is in heaven doesn't mean that we're well, going to go there to, to, to get our citizenship. That's another su- suspicious conclusion that we draw, thinking if our citizenship is there, then to get our citizenship, we have to go there to get it. Right. Yeah. Okay, let's go ahead and read the next one. Of course, this is another common one that's used. Not so famous as the other two, but let's okay, read that one. This is one of my favorite passages of Scripture. John chapter 14, verses 2. Go ahead. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Okay, this is Jesus talking at the upper room on Holy Week Mm -hmm. to his disciples, comforting them about him being, leaving him leaving because he right. said basically I, I'm, I'm heading out i'm getting ready you to can't go. come with me yeah. i'm going alone yeah. Yeah. but you know where i am I, I when i i'll return and i'll receive you unto me so he's talking about the father's house and right. we already know where the father's house was yeah it was a temple yes jesus is very clear he even talked about it in, in luke where he says 
shouldn't I be about my father's business in my father's house? Right. His father's house was a temple. It wasn't this place in heaven necessarily. It could be also a place on earth. We don't know. Mm-hmm. The point is, is that he, he basically stated in this verse that he was going to return and bring him a, us unto himself because he knew right. where he was going to go, which is heaven. See, Jesus could go there, but we can't. So when Jesus ascended into heaven, he knew that he was going to have to return because he knew that no one else could go there. Right. He has dual citizenship, but we don't. Because he's the only begotten son of God. Right. And he actually came from heaven. Right. We weren't, they never came from heaven. If you just read Genesis chapter 1, you could see that we never came from heaven. We were created on earth, from the dust of this earth. Jesus was not created on this earth. Actually, the only begotten son of God Right. In heaven, and yes. was there well before the earth was created. So that's why he could go up to heaven, but we can't. Uh-huh. And it's important to understand this concept. So when that's why Jesus had to return. Yes. That's why he already did return. He couldn't do anything up there for us because we can't go up there. Only he can come down here. He has to come down, and that's essentially what he told us there. When I return, bring you. I will receive you unto myself when I come back. And he said that right there in John chapter 14. Right. Okay, let's go on to the next one. Of course, Philippians chapter 1 is another, another popular one. Another popular one that's used to explain that we're going to heaven. For to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. But if I live on in the flesh, this will mean fruit from my labor. Yet I shall choose, I cannot tell, for I am hard-pressed between the two, having to desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is far better. Okay, so he's talking about his death, obviously, that he wants to go either to be with Christ. But, of course, if that were true, we know where Christ is right now. He's not in heaven. Of course, maybe when Paul was writing this, he was saying, thinking, oh, well, he was in heaven right there. But, he, again, not one mention of heaven going there. Right, right. No, heaven's not mentioned. All Paul's saying is the same thing he kind of said in the Second Corinthians passage, that he desires to be with Christ. Because we love Christ, and he's our King of kings and Lord of lords. And, yeah, I want to be with Christ, too. No one, everybody who's a believer in Jesus Christ wants to be with him. But that doesn't mean it's going to happen when we want to or right at death. There's so many people that have waited, mm-hmm. and we think we're somehow we can cut in line of everybody else and just, <laughs> hey, we're going to be with Christ right away. Right. It doesn't work that way, folks. <laughs> well, you know, that's the thing. It's, you know, I don't mean to laugh if this is something you're struggling with. To believe, but you kind of have to, if you get to that point where you're like, okay, there is not a party going on without me. You know, all these people are in heaven and hanging out and, and rubbing shoulders with all the people I would like to meet. No, you know, I think knowing the truth is really the peace about it. And I think, honestly, who wouldn't want to be with Jesus? I know I'm looking forward to the day to look upon him, to, you know, even hug him. Just be in his presence. What a beautiful experience. But that's where and when he says it's going to be, not where we want to conclude it's going to be. Those are the only verses ever used to (laughs) prove that we're going to heaven. I just read all four of those verses. Not one of them states anyone is ever going to go to heaven. Never in the Old Testament is it mentioned. Not never in the New Testament is it mentioned. Jesus never says it. It's only, we're only talking about it. This is resurrection week here. And all it's discussed ever is yes. you get a resurrected body. We're looking forward to eternal life and a resurrected body. That means a new body and a new body that we're going to receive and we're going to use here on this world. Well, you know, that's the thing. Salvation and resurrection and then eternity. Now, I'm going to give you some scripture with proof. 
Okay. Because you know what? Don't just believe my... I don't want you to believe anything that I say. Just because somebody says, oh, we're not going to heaven. I am going to prove to you biblically what the Bible actually does teach. I don't want you to take my word for it. Because that's where all these Christians have gotten into trouble. All they do is just listen to somebody say, oh, this is what the Bible says. And then they just believe it. Well, it sounds good. And I want to believe that. So if you're telling me what I want to hear, I, I, I bet it's the truth. Well... Folks, we got to be careful who we believe and who we listen to. And if they are not quoting God's word, then that's not what we need to be believing in. Yeah, so we're going to go over the first Thessalonians passage. And I've alluded to this passage many times in other mm-hmm. previous episodes and previous shows. But we're going to go over this idea of Christ's return. Because the first Thessalonians 4 passage of scripture is a pivotal point. And this is going to show you beyond a shadow of a doubt where the dead are. And what's going to happen when Christ returns. But of course, we already know this event has already t- taken place well into our past. Because this happened back in the first century. But okay, so let's go ahead and read that one. It's actually 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13. Why don't you go ahead and read that? that. But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring him with those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we sh- who are alive when we remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. So I know this is a little bit lengthy. Mm-hmm. But here he states flat out right from the very beginning. Okay, he de- He's trying to educate what's going to happen to the people that are Christians who have died. Because um, at the time, the church of Thessalonica, they were kind of concerned about that. You know, hey, what happened to our dead loved ones? What, what's going to happen with them? Right. You know, we're, we're kind of scared because, you know, we're, we're kind of waiting for Jesus' return at any moment, <laughs> right? Because right. that's what they were told. And even Paul is saying here, yeah, we who are alive, he was expecting to be alive when Christ was supposed to return. Right. That's how eminent that they were thinking it was going to be, which it was because he said that generation. So they all heard that, and they're all like, okay, it's this generation, so it's, you know... It's within, they were looking forward to it. They were looking it. forward to any moment Christ uh-huh. could return, right? Here he talks about, it's the dead in Christ that are going to rise first. Okay, well, wait a minute now. I thought they were in heaven. <laughs> but you see, here it states flat out that the, the dead in Christ were never in heaven, but they were, when Christ, at Christ's return... They were to receive their glorified bodies. This is a bombshell to most people because they have not even understood and read that. Very carefully. Well, no, I have had preachers that I talk about this. And we think the way that this is read and the way we receive it, we think this is for us. Right. Most people are thinking that's for you know, all the dead that have lived over the last 2,000 years plus or so since, since Christ already ascended into heaven. But no, what he's talking about here is to, to this, he's writing to this church here. This wasn't necessarily wasn't written for us, but though we could get some, glean some information, from, which means that where was the dead? The dead were in the, in, in the ground. Right. They were to rise first to meet Christ in the, the air. air. So they were not in heaven at that time. 
So right. no dead person at that time was in heaven with Jesus. Was in heaven with Jesus right. at death. This proves it right here. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is read that passage of scripture, and that proves it beyond a shadow of a doubt that there was not a single person when they died, they went to heaven. It wasn't until Jesus Christ came back that they were able to receive the resurrected. Wow, yeah. yeah. And so understanding this concept yeah. is a key pivotal. That's why I call this a linchpin teaching. Because once you understand, okay, well, wait a minute now. We're not going to heaven. Mm-hmm. Instead, we are going to receive a resurrected body here in this world. And we're going to live on a new earth that is going to be given to us by the Lord. Everything will, will come into play. Everything else that I say will make total sense. And your Bible will start making sense. Right. See, this is what Satan has done. What come he's on. done is he gets everyone to believe, oh, you're going yes. to go to heaven when you die. Right. And so what happens is your brain does not compute new heaven, new earth. I don't. That doesn't make compute because right. I'm already in heaven. I don't care about new heaven. We just sign off. We're yeah. in heaven. Goodbye. Yeah. So you <laughs> see, by doing this, it's a brilliant strategy on how to yeah. deceive people. You make something make no sense. See, so a lot of the Bible doesn't make sense now. Right. New heaven, new earth. I don't, that doesn't matter to me. I'm in heaven with Jesus now. But once you understand, no, we're not in heaven with Jesus, then all, all of a sudden the new heaven, new earth, okay, this all makes sense now. This is where we're going to be living forever. And we're going to have these glorified bodies. Mm-hmm. And we're going to reach out to the lost at that time. And I'm going to go into other shows that will go into what's going to happen during the new heaven, new earth cycle that's going mm. to be coming up here in the, in the in the future. But the point is, here he proves it right there. The dead in Christ were never in heaven. No one has ascended to heaven except Jesus Christ. I always allude to Zechariah. Mm-hmm. Zechariah is my goat because everyone <laughs> else, all these preachers hate Zechariah 14. <laughs> I love it because it proves my point perfectly. Right. Every other preacher that talks about end times prophecy, yes. they never bring up Zechariah 14 wow. ever. Huh. You know why? Because it doesn't fit into their narrative. But it fits in perfectly into this whole narrative. So we're going to read the 3 through 5. Go ahead and read Zechariah 14, 3 through 5. Then the Lord will go forth and fight against those nations as he fights in the day of battle. And in that day his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, which faces Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall be split in two from east to west, making a very large valley. Half of the mountains shall move toward the north and half of it toward the south. Then you shall flee through my mountain valley, for the mountain valley shall reach to Azel. Yes, you shall flee as you fled from the earthquake in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah. Thus the Lord my God will come and all the saints with you. Okay, so that's Jesus Christ's return. Uh He's explaining the return of Christ, that he's going to come down and he's going to fight against the nations. That's Mm -hmm. Armageddon event. Everything fits perfectly into, into my timeline that i've explained Mm -hmm. on episode two everything all this fits perfectly in there okay so he's coming down and he's fighting a battle against the nations on earth is the battle of armageddon this is what i called the first judgment day we even had a message on that not long ago the first judgment day this is that 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 event and then of course what happens he's coming and he's going to set down on the mount of olive see when christ returns in the clouds and we meet the lord in the air like what happened back in those days, then Christ wasn't just going to go right back up to heaven with all the, the all the saints and everything. No, he states right here what he was going to do. He was going to come down and his feet was going to land on the Mount of Olives and he was going to start kicking some butt. 
I mean, am I wrong about that? Because that's what I'm reading. <laughs> that's a Bible superhero special movie right there. <laughs> I mean, he's going to start kicking butt and taking names. That's what he's doing right there. Well, he was judging take, the nations. Yes, he's going to take care of business. Essentially, that's what he does. That starts the Armageddon events. Mm -hmm. Now that he has the saints on his side with the resurrected bodies and everything else, that's when the judgment of the nations start. That all fits perfectly into the First Thessalonians passage. Everything fits in. Matter of fact, they complement one another. So you know exactly what happens. Christ is going to come down out of heaven. Everyone's going to meet the Lord in the air. They're going to go down and land on the Mount of Olives. Right. And that's where they're going to set up his millennial reign kingdom right there. And that has already happened. Place. And that's already in our rear view mirror over right. a thousand years ago, ancient history for us. Right. So all that stuff has happened. Right. And then, of course, we have Armageddon. I haven't really gone over too much of Armageddon. It was a cataclysmic time. A lot of earthquakes, a lot of uh, destruction, a lot of fire, a lot right. of stuff going on then. I don't want to go into all that, but because I want to talk about, we're not going to have an art. What we're doing is we're here on earth. Mm -hmm. All the saints mm -hmm. of the first resurrection are right here. They're here on earth right now. They're helping us. They're right. fighting for us. They are not letting us... They're priests of God right now. Right. They're, they're, they're his priests. So they're working and helping us out behind the scenes. They're not revealing themselves because without faith, it's impossible to please God. That's why they won't reveal themselves to us. Because if all we, we can see all these miracles they do and everything and they prove that they exist, then we wouldn't need any faith. And so that would mm -hmm. rob us of our faith that we need. So no, we have to have, we have faith. Without faith, it's impossible well, to please God. Yeah. So we're going to get faith. Now, there is one passage of scripture. That does say, point blank, that no one has ascended into heaven. And that's the last chapter, last verse we're going to read, right. which is John chapter 3. Now, we all know John 3.16. Everyone's <laughs> heard John 3.16. For right. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, perish. but have everlasting life. Right. We all know that by heart, anybody right. who's gone to church. But there's three verses above that, <laughs> that no Wait. one quotes. Two verses, yeah. And that's John 3.13. Yeah, we all know John 3.16, right. but nobody knows John 3.13. And that verse, go ahead and read that one. No one has ascended to heaven, but he who came down from heaven. That is, the Son of Man who is in heaven. Okay, so when John was writing this, mm -hmm. he was stating, hey, Christ is already in heaven right now. Mm -hmm. But no one has gone there. Only right. Christ has gone there. Essentially, he says it right there. No right. one has ascended into heaven. Heaven is just not for us. We were created for this world. Mm -hmm. But it's not without hope. I'm I have I'm I'm a hope preacher. But I'm not going to give you a false hope. I'm not going to give you fairy tales that aren't ever right. going to happen. No. Like Jesus is going to return any moment and he's not when he already returned. Yes. Or you're going to go to heaven when you die when you're not going to go to heaven when you die because Christ is here on earth not right. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you what the Bible actually states. And what the Bible actually states is really simple. Jesus Christ already came down out of heaven. And what we're going to do is he's going to make a new earth for us. We're going to get a, a new earth, and it's going to be in one in harmony yes. with heaven. And that's what we're working towards right mm -hmm. now. Now, is it happening right now? No. Because right. Satan is running this joint and, and deceiving a bunch of people. And that's right. what I'm trying to wake people up to the deception. I'm trying to get people to wander back to Christ rather than wandering off, which is what everybody's doing right now. So I'm kind of tired of that. But, you know, hey, I got to work hard. And, you know, I'm, I only have so much energy, but I'm doing what I can. I'm just like right. everybody else is. You know, I'm not putting anybody else down. Everybody has their place. Everyone's doing what they can. Christ right now is on earth because he came down out of heaven. He, that event already took. So this, when he John wrote this, he was, at the time, Jesus was still in heaven. But now he came down. He's reigning with the saints here. And he's preparing 
for battle. And there's a battle that's going to take place. That's here. right. That's the next main event. And we haven't really discussed the Gog-Magog no. war that's going to happen. And I'm going to get to that at a future episode at one point. <laughs> but right now, you know, there's too many other things I need to talk about. Right. But this teaching is important to understand because understanding that we're not... Heaven was never for us. No, right now, when we die, we don't go to heaven. We go to Hades. And I'm going to have another message on that. What right. happens when you die? People don't understand where they go. They think they go up to heaven and they're, and they're reigning with Christ or whatever. And we know right now, well, Christ isn't there. People don't, when they die, they don't go to heaven. Right. They never have gone to heaven. Elijah never went to heaven. I, right. I can give a message on Elijah. Yeah. Never He died like anybody else. Enoch in yeah. the Bible you know, or said, oh, he, he got, no, he died as well. I can show you in Hebrews where he died. Mm-hmm. So the point is, all these people died. No one went up to heaven except for Jesus because he was from heaven. <laughs> we were created here on this earth. That's we right. were never created in heaven. We were never from heaven. Heaven is a foreign place to us. So our home is here. And what we're, what we're trying to do is create heaven on earth. And that's what will eventually happen. Mm-hmm. Heaven and earth will be unified. And it may take a long time, but, you know, mm-hmm. when we have resurrected bodies, time won't be a problem. Right. So we'll get there eventually. And we'll fight for every single person to get them into a relationship with Christ so that we can have a unified world. But right now, it's divided. It's, it, Satan's using a divide and conquer scenario, uh-huh. and he's, he's, it's working like a charm. It is. People fall for it right and left. We're trying to wake people up to that. It's the easy situation or concept to believe. It's not the truth, but it's the easier one to believe. I know this was a bombshell. <laughs> I don't like to give news like this because people take it the wrong way. Like, well, if we're not going to... My, you mean I went, my loved one didn't go to heaven? No, no one went to heaven. It's not a place for us. That's the reason why when you die, it says rest in peace. You're not... You're right. resting. You're not in heaven partying. You're resting and you... The, Jesus describes it as being a kind of sleep. That's yes. what happens. And yep. at the time... Of the resurrection, you will wake up, and then you will receive your your resurrection. To understand this concept, I just t- t- taught to you. It will unlock so many areas of the Bible mm-hmm. that you previously could not understand. Mm-hmm. But now, oh, this all makes sense now. Oh, we're not going to heaven, right? Because the Bible does say a lot of things about heaven. Right. We never got to that list. That we were, maybe another episode we'll get to a list of what the Bible actually does teach about heaven. Heaven is a real place. Yes. We just aren't going to go there. It wasn't meant for us to go there. It was never ours to begin with. Just mm-hmm. like the idea that we were never, the time that we're living in is now. We were never meant to live with the time where Jesus Christ returned. God has us living now for a purpose and a reason. We just have to accept what God's word says is the truth and not what any preacher or anyone in the world and society says is the truth, but what God says is the truth. That's all that matters. And I'm okay with that. And I hope everyone else will be able to reconcile and understand that heaven is a great place and Jesus is from there. But we aren't promised heaven. We're promised our, through our faith, that salvation, resurrection of the body, and eternity, and a new heaven and a new earth. And until next time, we're living in Satan's little season. Not only because it's biblical. Because it just makes sense. Join or contact us at satanslittleseason.org. This is a non-copyright Living in Satan's Little Season production.